back to another episode of Hassan Around the Podcast. Hassan Around the Podcast, solely found on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Continue to listen, share, subscribe. We are moving our way through season two, and I'm so happy to have you in here for another episode. Today's episode is strictly a story. I won't bore you. I won't bore you with a certain topic or anything like that. I'm going to tell a story today. In this story, the episode is called Door Number One. Door number one. We left off last episode with Life is a Highway, my buddy Roman and I taking road trips. Well, this episode today for door number one takes place with my buddy Roman as well. He and I have been travel companions, compadres for a long time. And we took a trip out to LA and San Diego a few years ago to visit some family and friends. Uh, so we ha- I hadn't been out to Southern California before. We went to Disneyland with my cousin Dan the Man, Disney Dan as they call him. We went down to San Diego Pacific Beach. We saw all the beautiful sights and sounds of SoCal as they call it. Southern California, California in general is a place that's very expensive, as many of you may or may not know. And so Roman and I are, were looking through our itinerary before we had left and we're thinking, you know, what's something that we can do one day for free or low cost? We need a low cost free day to really... You know, just break up the the vacation a little bit, save a little bit of money, whatever. So we're looking through free things to do in the life. We can go sit in on a studio audience. We see that. We see studio audience. No tickets left for prices right. No problem. No problem. Drew Carey, it's okay. We'll see you next time. There were uh, seats available, though, for Let's Make a Deal with Wayne Brady. For those of you that don't know what this show is, CBS, 10 a.m. Eastern Time, Daytime television game show, Let's Make a Deal with host Wayne Brady. Wayne Brady, Let's Make a Deal. So Roman and I, we get tickets. We're pretty excited. They're free. You know, it gives us the address to show up. Uh, And knowing about Let's Make a Deal, it says to bring a costume with you. And you need to, it's it's a show where the audience members wear costumes and wear funny things and whatever. So we, uh, we fly out to San Diego. I didn't bring a costume with me. I didn't bring a costume with me. Little did I know that Roman did, and I'll talk about those costumes in a moment. But we have our tickets in hand. It's the day of. We're excited. We're like, what is this experience going to be like? Is it going to be glamorous? Is it? Gonna be? We don't know. We don't know. So we're, we hop in the car, our rental car. We go to this address. The address brings us to basically an industrial park area of... Uh, Western Los Angeles. Uh, we are no longer in, you know, Hollywood. We are not in Beverly Hills. We are nowhere. We're just in an industrial park, and we show up at this where abandoned. What looks like an abandoned warehouse. This warehouse, with this parking lot, it basically could be a place where they cut up bodies and ship them down to Mexico. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But we park our car, nevertheless, we see some people in costumes checking under, under a tent out back. So we're like, okay, we may be in the right spot. Costumes in an abandoned parking lot with a warehouse in nowhere, Los Angeles. Okay, okay, we're here, we're here, we're here now. So we get out of the car. I'm not wearing a costume. Roman goes into the trunk of the car, pulls out a tank top. He's already wearing a bathing suit because he wears a bathing suit 24-7. That's a story for another time. And he takes some sunscreen, puts it on his nose, and then puts on like a cowboy hat. The, the tank top said lifeguard on it, so I guess his costume was being a lifeguard. I, I don't know. I don't know. It was one of the worst. Co- if you want to call that a costume, it was one of the worst costumes I've ever seen in my life. He basically just put sunscreen on his nose is what he did. That's what he did. So he's wearing a costume. I'm not wearing a costume, but we walk into the warehouse. We check in. They say, thanks for coming. So 
we get to this counter, we sign our lives away. Absolutely signed. I There was about 40 pages of documents. I did not read them all. I may be still under contract right now, a few years later. I may be, a few, I may be still under contract. I don't know. I don't know. There was, we signed our lives away. So we sign, we sign away these, this paperwork. We then move into this holding room where a talent manager walks in. There's 15 of us in this room. They do 15 at a time is what they do with the talent manager. And basically, we're all, we all stand up in a line, and the talent manager goes down person by person. For those of you that want to be on a game show in the future, this is a very educational, uh, very educational episode today. It is. So we're standing in line. The talent manager's going down the line, going down the line. He's asking questions. Where are you from? What do you do? Favorite game? And what? He's only asking a couple questions to everybody. He gets to me. I start firing answers back at him. Andrew Haas, international travel, part-time MC. What's my favorite game? Zero to sixty on Let's Make a. And he just keeps. He just. We're going back and forth. Good repartee. Good repartee. We're going back and forth. This guy is extremely flamboyant, by the way, and it seems like he's into me also. So that's another. That's another part of it. I'm not trying to, you know pump myself up here but i'm reading the situation as it is so he finishes up the line he says okay thank you so much we'll um when we get over to the studio obviously wayne will be selecting a certain number of contestants for the games uh, and you'll find out basically on the spot okay great no problem so they don't tell you ahead of time if you're going to be a contestant or not no problem he puts us into this net and the next holding room so the warehouse is basically counter for paperwork holding room holding room again Maybe the maybe the room for the chopping people up and sending them down to Mexico is in the back. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I still did not see that room. Thankfully, I'm still alive to tell the tale. So we go into the next room. There is a um, there's a small little gift shop where you can purchase a costume. And I'm thinking, great, I'm gonna purchase a costume. I'm gonna wear it. I will not have to worry about putting it in my luggage either way to this trip. Awesome. Very convenient. This is this is obviously they do this for a reason. So the costumes range anywhere from ten to thirty dollars to rent for the day. I find I didn't really like any of the costumes. Nothing fit me. You know, I'm 6'6 and a, a string bean, a bean pole, whatever you want to call it. And I find a costume. It's I think it's going to be funny. It's an oversized nerd outfit. So the suit is just huge. There's these big glasses. Uh, so I go, how much for that? They say 20 bucks. Great. D- I did not think about who wore this suit before me, though. And I certainly should have. This suit was massive as i said there couldn't have been a there could have been a 400 pound sumo sweating with no other clothes on in this suit before me and i uh, they did not wash these costumes there's no chance so silly me i pick a suit that was made for a fat man and now i'm gonna put the suit on didn't even occur to me now it's occurring to me now you know what i wore that oversized nerd suit i did i did so i put it on we go and sit i have the glasses on we go and sit down a producer comes out, he talks a little bit about, or she, excuse me, she, the producer talked a little bit about what was going to happen, how the day was going to work, a bus was going to come pick us up, it was going to take us over to the studio, we'll be put in another holding room, and then we'd go in and, and so on and so forth. So, it basically, this free day was an entire day. In totality, it was about seven hours of our day. So, if you ever want to be in a studio audience, be prepared for a marathon. Be, you should be ready. You should be ready to run a marathon because we are now in our third holding, our second holding room, and we're being told a coach bus is going to come pick us up and take us over to the studio. Well, where's the studio? They put us in this warehouse in the middle of nowhere, Los Angeles, thinking that we're going to die, and then tell us a coach bus is going to take us to the studio. Okay, no problem. 
So we take the bus. We're on the coach bus. Everyone's excited. I'm sitting next to a guy on the bus, and he doesn't look so excited. So you know me. I ask him his story. What's going on? He says, yeah, I just sit in on the show. I said, what? He goes, yeah, I get paid minimum wage. I you know, wear whatever I want, and I sit in the show. They have a bunch of sit-ins. They have a bunch of fill-ins on these shows that just sit there, get paid by the, by the show, minimum wage, to just sit there and clap and look excited and whatever. And I said, holy smokes. Like, what am I going to right now? Like, am I a freak? Am I a freak for wanting to go to this show and participate? Don't even know if we're going to participate. We're, you know, the talent manager hasn't said anything to us. So we get to the studio and I'm, you know, now I'm kind of like questioning, you know, now I'm with these people that are getting paid minimum wage to sit in this show. Like, is this where I want to be on one of my days in Los Angeles? Okay. So we get over to the studio. It was a, a bus with no air conditioning. It was, you know, we're sweating our, I'm sweating my balls off in this, in this oversized nerd suit next to Roman, who's in a bathing suit, tank top, and sunscreen nose. He's enjoying himself. He's gonna go outside, and start sunning himself before we go into the studio. So it's about a 100-degree day in Los Angeles. We go outside. There's The holding room is outside under these tents. Thankfully, they had a porter potty, which is about 200 degrees in the porter potty, if you know if porter potty is sitting in the heat. And then they had some stations with the little uh, with the little cones that you could fill water with. The little cones, you know, like you see it at office space. So we're sitting outside on these benches underneath these tents in 100-degree heat in the costumes, thinking to ourselves, what have we gotten ourselves into? So we wait there for about 20 minutes and then we see a crowd that comes out of the studio in costumes and name tags like they had just been on the show. Well, they did. I didn't realize that this show and other daytime television shows like this film multiple times a day for a certain amount of months. So Let's Make a Deal does three episodes a day for four straight months and that's their season. Long days for the crew and the and the, and the cast, absolutely. I, I do not envy that, but we were in show number two for the day. So show number one leaves. Everyone's rowdy. They're excited. They're telling us what prizes they won. uh, So, okay. They they take 10 minutes to clean the area, and now we go into the studio. The studio is like an icebox. Thank the Lord the air conditioning's on. Uh, It's absolutely beautiful. They put us through all that torture that day and at least gave us air conditioning. Very nice. Let's make a deal. Very nice touch. So... The seating in the studio is preset. So the talent manager is looking for people. He gets Roman and I, and he pulls us up to the front left. I think we're in row number two behind uh, the handicap seating. And I'm thinking, oh, great seats, great seats. You know, we're, and they're filming in the studio. Filming. I see the sit-ins just like trudging along and saying, I'm getting paid minimum wage to sit in here. Okay. The talent manager is off on stage left, kind of on our side of the studio. Stage, that'd be stage right, excuse me. He's off on stage right, and he's looking at me and just puts his thumbs up, nodding and smiling, and I'm going, oh boy. Am I going on? Am I going on with Wayne Brady on Let's Make a Deal, CBS, 10 a.m. Eastern? This isn't live, by the way. It gets recorded. And Okay. So I'm sitting there with Roman. The executive producer comes out to the main stage. He talks about, hey, Wayne's going to come out. The the music's going to come on. The lights are going to go. And we need everybody making as much noise as you can. As much noise as you can. We're going to get excited. Let's make a deal. We're on. Okay, great. Executive producer goes away. The music comes on. The lights go up. We go crazy. Wayne Brady comes out. He's on stage. And he goes, all right, who wants to play a game? 
and everybody's going, pick me, pick me, pick me. He goes, Jessica, he points to the far side of the audience. He turns my way, Andrew. And then he points to like the, the top corner, Stephanie, come down. We're playing a game on Let's Make a Deal. I blacked out. I just don't know. I heard my name called. Couldn't tell you the face I made. I may have jumped six feet in the air. I'm not entirely sure what happened. But Wayne Brady called my name and I dart to the stage. People are high-fiving me. People are, yeah, looking me in the eyes like, win us something good. Like, uh, I run to the stage and then the executive producer comes on. Cut, cut, cut. We got to cut that. Andrew. You got to run down this aisle. Can't go that. They're showing me the way I was supposed to run. They should have told me this before. They should have told me this before I ran. They had no idea where I was going. So so they go, all right, we're going to have to take that again, Wayne. Exit, please. The executive producer goes, the lights are going to come on. The music's going to come on. Wayne's going to come out. We need you to make a lot of noise. We're going to try this again. Okay, great. I'm thinking to myself, did I lose my chance to play the pricing game? Oh, no. Oh, no. So, we reset. Music comes on. Lights come on. Wayne comes out. Wayne! Yes! Pick me! Pick me! Pick me! Who wants to play a pricing game? Everybody's screaming. He goes, Jessica! Far side. He points my way. Andrew! And then he goes up to the top corner again and gets Stephanie. So, I run the right way this time. I'm still excited. The people in the new row that I'm, or the aisle that I'm running around are even more excited for me. They said, he went the right way. <laughs> Whatever. So, we get to this stage. There's the three of us, right? It goes in the, we're, in the, we're in the sequential order of how we got called down. And Wayne, you know, he goes down the row. He goes, Jessica, what do you do for a living? I forget what all these people said. But he comes to me. He goes, what's your name, sir? I said, Andrew. He goes, what do you do for a living? I said, you know, I work in international travel and I'm an MC. Oh, boy. Wayne goes, have you ever paired the two together? Ever tried being an MC for international travel? I said, no, why? He goes, well, let's see what you can do. Hands me a microphone. Hands me a hot mic and has his boy Danny. I don't know, Dan or Steve or something like that playing the keyboard on Let's Make a Deal. He says, Danny, let's give him a, let's give him a beat. I'm thinking... Wayne does not know what emceeing in my world means. Emceeing means hosting games and contests on a basketball court at Boston College uh, and getting the crowd hyped up. So I, I said, well, I got to get the crowd hyped up. Don't remember what I said, but I'm yelling about international travel. And just at the end, I was just like, stand up and cheer. And then everybody in the crowd stood up and cheer. Anyway, another an, uh, this entire experience was something that it was like it went by and there's 10 seconds, the entire, the entire, the entirety of the show. So I do it. Wayne goes, uh, don't quit your day job is what he says to me. And he moves on. So we get to the, the game. It's called power play. He, he says you could choose between an envelope. And then he asked the girl uh, that was before me, you could choose between this envelope or the big box. The girl goes big box. She wins a moped. Cool. He comes to me. He goes, Andrew, you could take this, these two envelopes. Or you can take what's behind door uh, curtain number two. Curtain number two, I say. I look over at Roman because that's what everybody on the show should do. They should look at their person that they're with and they need to get confirmation on whatever they're doing. Roman is screaming, The curtain! The curtain! The curtain! Curtain number two! He's pointing at it. I think his arm is going to fall out of its socket. 
So I go, Wayne, I'm going curtain number two. He goes, all right, let's see what you want, Andrew. $10,000 trip to Scotland for two, free flights, free accommodations, golf at some of the world's finest golf courses, $10,000 retail price. I'm going nuts. I work in travel. I'm going, I'm, I am over the moon. I am over the moon. I am shaking. Wayne says, congratulations. He goes to the third girl. She takes the, ch- uh, the, the envelopes and wins some money. Great. Sends us back to our seats and I'm sitting in my seat shaking. During the commercial breaks where they go off stage, where Wayne goes off stage, I'm thinking to myself, Roman, we're going to Scotland, baby. We're going to Scotland. And he goes, Haas, you can't forget. You can't forget that this game, at the end of the game, the person with the highest retail value price can go for the big deal of the day. I had forgotten all about that. Wayne reminded us after the next commercial break, and the camera panned over to me because I still have the highest retail. Here's Andrew. He's got that $10,000 trip to Scotland. Will he go for the big deal of the day? Oh, my God. So we make it through the show. I still have the highest retail value price, and they go to commercial one more time to let me think on it even more. So I flash back. I flash back before I came out to Los Angeles, California. My grandfather, Louis M. Fazio III, also known as Puppy. He is the, the, the number one fanatic of daytime television. As a retired man you know, who loves television, that is what you do. You wake up, you have your coffee and breakfast, you read the newspaper, and then you watch Wayne Brady with Let's Make a Deal and Drew Carey with The Price Right, formerly Bob Barker. So before I went, you know, I was at my grandparents' house with Nina and Puppy, and I'm joking with Pup. I say, yo, Pup, I'm going to Let's Make a Deal with Wayne Brady. He says, you're going? And I say, hey, if I, and I'm just joking around, I'm going, hey, if I go for the big deal today, what door am I choosing? What door do I choose? He goes, door number one. No hesitation in his voice. Door number one, Andrew. You go, door number one. I said, you've been watching this show long enough, haven't you, pup? He goes, yep, door number one. So this is going on in my head. I go, I'm standing now up on stage with Wayne. It's still a commercial. He's talking to me. He's like, hey, what's going on, man? How are you? Kind of a douche. Wayne Brady, if you're hearing this, sorry, man. You are kind of a douche that day. I don't know what was, I mean, you know, three shows a day is tough, you know, whatever. But you're in the AC. You're making money. Come on, bro. He wasn't very nice. You know, he, he came at me about my livelihood, and now he's just like, you know, talking me up. No, Wayne, no. So the lights come back on. It's me and Wayne on it's Wayne and I on stage. And Wayne goes, All right, Andrew, what are you gonna do? I said, I'm going for the big deal of the day, Wayne. He goes, All right, all right, Andrew. You have door number one, number two, or number three. And I said, Wayne, my grandfather puppy is home watching this. And he told me door number one. So we're going door number one. Roman's fired up. I told Roman the story as well. Roman is fired up in the crowd. The crowd gets fired up for door number one. So Wayne says, let's see what's behind door number two. And we go, okay, let's see what's behind door number two. This is normally a good sign. This means that I haven't, I still have a chance. It's either door number one or door number three is the big deal of the day. They don't show big deal first, first door. So behind the first door is a treadmill, a couple Apple Watches, retail value of $2,000. I'm clapping. Wayne goes, you happy about your decision so far? I said, absolutely, Wayne. Absolutely. He says, all right, well, the big deal of the day is either behind door number one or door number three. Let's see, what beh- let's see what's behind the door you picked. He opens door number one. Door number one has a man cave game room. I'm clapping. He goes, not the big deal of the day, but a great prize nonetheless. Retail value, $6,000. It's a flat screen TV, which I still use to this day. A foosball table, dartboard, shuffleboard table. 
I'm clapping. All right. No, it's all right. I traded my $10,000 trip to Scotland. I got a $6,000 man cave. No problem. Whatever. He's like, all right, well, let's see what you could have won, Andrew. Let's open door number three. For those of you that think I should be a game a game show host, yeah, I absolutely sh I absolutely could be. So uh, write to your local television stations or um, talent directories, acquisition, whatever you call them. Yeah. So he goes, let's see what's behind door number three, what you could have won. Behind door number three was all three prizes. So this was, a, this was you don't see this on every show, but this one was you could have had all three doors plus a $10,000 trip to Norway with $3,000 spending cash, flights and accommodations. Total retail value, $27,000. Pit's in my stomach. Pit is in my stomach. Puppy, he didn't let me down. He didn't really let me down. He knew it was going to be doing about I think that they moved the, the prizes. There was a carousel on the back where they moved the prizes. They absolutely did. But I'm not mad. I'm not mad. I'm excited. I was on the show. Wayne shakes my hand. I go back to my seat. And I go, wow. I was just on Let's Make a Deal with Wayne Brady. And I won. I went for the big deal of the day. Like, who else could say they did that? Very few people. One person per show, right? So after the show's over, this is where the fun really begins. Or the fun now. I guess this is where the fun ends. We go to the we go to this room. I go to this ne next holding room. Sign my life away. Well, the good thing is is that they tell you that you have to pay taxes on every prize and and so on and so forth. And they also say that you can elect not to take any of the prizes if you so choose. So I say, all right. I removed a couple things from my man cave. I said I'll take the TV, the foosball table, the dartboard, and, and we'll call it a day. I paid end up paying taxes on it later the next year. You know, fourteen hundred dollars in taxes, California state taxes. So not not the coolest thing in the world, but I still got the I still got all these things and I still use them to this day, which is great. So the moral of the story here is if you're trying to do something free in a city, go on a game show. You never know. You might end up on there or you may end up winning something, number one. And just take advantage of every opportunity that comes your way. Because here I was on Let's Make a Deal. Roman's still wearing sunscreen on his nose the rest of the day. And we are just howling, laughing, driving. We drive to think Malibu Beach first, you know, a nice sunset, romantic sunset dinner and, uh, and hanging out on the beach. But what a day it was. Door number one. Hossing around on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Tag me on Instagram. I'd love for you to share this up. I know this one was a little bit longer, so thanks for hanging in there with me. But door number one, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and let's keep making the world a funnier place.